0: You know, I just had a sad thought. Like, I I had a sad thought, but I don't know what it was. I know that it made me sad, but I I have no idea what it was. You know when something just flashes through your brain and a certain emotion is connected to whatever that imaginative world is? That's where I'm at right now. And something floated through my consciousness, and I went, oh, jeez. But I have no idea what it was. Is that just me? Does that happen to other people? Where if something comes through, I'm like, man, what was that thing? It made me really happy. What was that thing I just thought about made me mad? What was that thing I thought about? I got scared. Or in this case, I'm like, what made made me me sad? Things are fleeting. My brain's going so fast, it just, (laughs) right? So I don't know what it was. I don't know if I'm the only person that happens to. And maybe it's a good quality to have, because even my sad thoughts like, ah, process, we're done. Right, scanning it. I'm like scanning my emotions and thoughts like a grocery store. Bloop, it's in the back. Bloop, it's in the back. Bloop, you know. So <laughs> I had something that really got me down, and how lame is that? That I'm, I'm just like, what was that? It's just gone. I can't even be sad about it because I don't know what it was. I notice that it happens more with negative emotions, things that I feel bad about or angry. You know, whatever it was, I attach and latch onto the happier ones, but. It can be a little inconvenient, because I'm like, man, I kind of, should I be dealing with it? Is it something that my brain's just like, later, blocking it out? I can't remember what it was. I'm happy. I'm totally fine. So I guess it's a good quality to have. My brain's just, we're, we're not dealing with this. Why would we be sad? Scan it and move on. We got tons of exciting snacks to get through. Don't worry about this bag of celery that just came across your plate. Scan it. Bloop. Celery's done. Let's get to the chips and the cookies, Tristan. Let's get to the chips and the cookies. <laughs> wow, 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 wow. <laughs> the song, man. It's magical. Can you imagine trying to work shit? And the clowns. And you there. Big finish. Yeah. <laughs> uh, peeps. Welcome back to Full Circus. My name is Tristan Sartoris. I'm the one and the only, again, barring some sort of strange incident in that Someone else shows up. That's not an invitation to anybody to try and take my name, okay? Because I I will not settle for it. There will only be one of me, and if that happens, if someone changes, we will we will do legal battle, and I don't mean in the courts, okay? Tristan horses don't deal with it in legalities or in fisticuffs. We will play a ruthless game of ping pong, and I will become the victor, and then you will change your name back to Steven or whatever you are that you're trying to ride my coattails of beautiful syllables that is my name okay so anyways i am the one and the only still going forward and i will continue because whatever happens i will win that battle but i am so happy to have you guys here with me today and let me just say right out of the gates i'm feeling a little different a little strange okay if you haven't noticed this this cameras it's just ever so slightly different a little closer a little down it's a little bit more intimate okay and it's got me feeling a little bit weird because it's just a little, it's just a little different, and I'm used to it. So I'm trying to, have to pay attention to it. And I don't know how it's gonna look. Does it look good? I haven't seen the episode yet. We will see. So that it's it's just one of those little things when when the groove isn't exactly there. You start to wonder, like, man, where's where I can't slide right into the, you know, when you knock a door off its little slider, like it's just not it's movement is, is is flowy, as smooth as it should be. And that's one of the things. There's multiple. Another one is that this shirt I'm wearing. its It was one of my favorite shirts. And it's not anymore. It got shrunk, shrank, shrinking. It got smaller in the, in the wash. And I haven't been wearing it for a long time now. And it's not because it just fits horribly. It's still long enough. And you, honestly, it hugs the bicep just a little bit better. But it's just different. You know, a shirt, a shirt is it's very much like a relationship in a way. You know, it's a very its a close friend. It knows you knows my curves, my edges, <laughs> it knows the ins and outs. It knows me knows how to fit me, knows how to suit me. We have a bond and it's still the same shirt, but it's different. You know, it, it fits different. It doesn't know me quite the same. It's like if you have a really great friend, he moves away. You guys link back up a few years later. He's different. And you're different. You know, things are different. I put on some weight. I've lost some weight. Things things have changed. We just don't know each other. We don't have the same bond as we did before. So you're like, I'm trying to catch up, but you're just not the same guy. Maybe we can still establish that remarkable rapport that we had before. But right now, it's just a little, we're getting to know each other. So on top of the camera and the shirt, I'm just feeling like I'm not in that, that little door groove. Right in that slider, man. So I want to get to know this shirt. I want to get comfortable and cozy with it. And we begin best friends once again and on top of that I'm wearing my slippers now this isn't always information you people ask for I would argue rarely ever have you <laughs> wondered is he wearing slippers right now the way he's talking he's just he's he has something about him where his feet must be comfortable and it's true I'm wearing slippers and that's not because I want to be slip—just slipping I don't want to be wearing my slippers and slipping around or slipping up in that sentence but I have a little thing. Sometimes I get superstitious. So as I'm sitting here, I'm warming up in my uncomfortable shirt and the camera. I put on the slippers because I want to be comfortable because the door's not moving right. The door's not grooving. It's not sliding so smooth and perfect. So I'm like, you know what? I got to have something, something that knows me, my slippers. And I'm warming up and we're getting into a bit of a comedic groove. Things are clicking. Bang, 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 bang. Feeling pretty groovy here. Now, I don't wanna wear the slippers, but I wore them while I was warming up that I'm like, "Oh, if I take the slippers off, will things still be firing?" Now, I feel like it's become a piece of my new motor and I start pulling out bolts and screws and pieces. Is it still going to run exactly the same? I don't know. So the slippers are still on. I can't take them off. My feet are too warm, okay? We've passed the point of comfortability. You know when your slippers it's just too hot, right? It's like the sun was just baked into my sandals. I'm not okay with it, but I have to stay reserved and ready. And so we're going to be rocking these slippers for the entirety of this episode. So know that, okay? Again, probably not information you wanted, but it's information you have nonetheless. And maybe you can share that with somebody. You know when you just have information you really don't need or ever wanted, but you're like, it's it's a waste if I don't use it. I found out this interesting fact. I got to share it. I got to shove it, shoehorn into some sort of conversation. That's what this is. So go to your friends, go to your family, your acquaintances, the friends that you are just linking back up with. Again, your new shirts and say, hey, Tristan wore his slippers for an awfully long period of time. And it was so comfortable, it became a bit uncomfortable for everyone else. But, yeah, that's what I'm going through right now. And we're just trying to find that group. We're trying to get right in that little door. I don't want to be rickety falling off the tracks. So that's what's been going on. Also, I tried spray on deodorant recently. Today, actually. Now, here's my thought process. Deodorant. It doesn't take an awful amount of time to do, right? You pull off the cap, you screw, 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 you know, protract, retract, whatever you want to do with your stick. But in my head, I see the spray deodorant. I'm like, the time saver. Okay. Because it may be just three seconds, but I'm like, oh, 20 days. That's a minute right there every three seconds, I'm I'm counting, I'm making up more time, and sure, I'm just going to spend more time elaborating on the time that I'm saving (laughs) by using the deodorant, but I see it in my head, I'm like, that's so much more efficient, I want that, I want spray-on deodorant, it's not body spray or cologne or anything, it's just spray deodorant, so I'm excited to try it, and I do, I get it, and immediately, I didn't smell anything, and about three seconds later, a waft of just chemicals are floating through the air. And I'm not sure what to make of it because, you know, at least when you put on deodorant, it smells good and you feel like you're kind of whole. I don't know what the spray on deodorant is doing. I don't feel like it stops sweat. It's not providing me any sort of elegant scent. I think I'm just saving a couple seconds, but I'm wasting those seconds wondering what the frick is this thing? And I look on the back of the ingredients. It says like 97% aluminum isn't that the thing that people are like we shouldn't be using normal deodorants we should be wearing natural stuff because it'll avoid cancer i think the it doesn't have any smell it just smells like chemicals i'm burning the ozone and i think i just took a couple shots of cancer straight to the pit so i don't know i don't know if efficiency is good or not so i'm starting to worry about it man it could be hard it doesn't have a good smell it's it i would relate it to If you just grabbed a can of WD-40 and just... Now, I don't know how many of you have done that, and you're like, man, I want freaking... That's how you get that door in the right groove. But, you know, you just actually... Dang, okay. It just feels chemicaled up, and I don't know what to make of it. So, honestly, that's just another one of those things where I'm like, am I in the track right now? I gotta get in the groove. But I feel like we're in a better groove. I feel like we're in it. I just... I want to be locked in. So, whatever happens throughout this episode, if I get cancer... Oops, you know, I'm glad I saved those three seconds. (laughs) Um, Oh, he said the word and he's got long sleeves, so he's got to go through this little anticipation. I got to roll the cuff up and then do it. You don't got to take extra steps to be in pain. That's not fair. (laughs) If I do this enough, I feel like I'm going to be reaching new octaves. (laughs) You'll see just glass shatter. Like, what happened? Oh, he said the word. He adjusted the mic. Somebody. He's breaking stuff. So what else has been going on with me in my my zone, my own, right? Just kind of dropping things. I'm thinking about sitting on my hands while I do the podcast or like this. You know, whatever it is. Because I talked about this on the last episode. And then I was watching Robin Williams documentaries. And that he's just so fast. I feel so fast. and I feel like we can relate to something like on that. And it's like bing, 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 bing. And he's in the track. He's in the groove the whole time. And I feel like I'm that way as well, but I'm trying to establish a narrative tone, a slowdown suspense. And I want to get into it. And I was watching some more documentaries and they were talking about Robin Williams, that when he's not performing, when he's not around people and putting on this show, he doesn't say a word. They're Like he's out of his house, doesn't talk at all. I'm like, though well, that's not me. I'm constantly at a 10, so when do I recharge? When do I do it? I need to establish some sort of hills and valleys. Rolling hills, the least, a little jump. So I'm trying to figure out how to slow things down. And I feel like sitting on your hands is one of them. Because that's one of the things that your parents do all the time. Your, your kids are here acting now. You guys are moving too much. Put your hands away. Right? That was something I was, I sat on my hands so many times as a child. I'm shocked they're not this flat. Okay. So it was something that it's hard to really get ramped up with energy if I'm not gesticulating all that I want, right? I'm like firecracker. So I feel like I kind of can can get into that zone a little bit more if I if I sit on my hands. It was like I'm just I can't I'm you're trapped in a box, you know, it's a very crowded area. It's like you're going to a concert or some sort of play and you're freaking okay, whatever. I'm not gonna be firecracking around. So I'm trying to do that. Obviously, it's not working because my hands are up here when they should be down here. And we'll see. We'll see. It's just another one of those things where you're trying to overcome all of the bits and pieces to get locked in at the same time. And I don't think it'll let it happen. But it worked when I was a kid, man. It worked the amount of times, dude. My family was always saying that kids sit, sit down, put your hands away, dude. Because kids are grabby, man. That's just what kids do. That's what I do. Like when you just you you have hands, you're just like, why am I not touching everything? You know, as a kid, you're like, that? I don't know what that is. I I just wanna, you know. Put your hands away. I can't put the hands in the pot. No. Touch, 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 grab, grab, grab. Put your hands down. Ugh. That's a sentence I've heard so many times. And when they finally let my hands just fly free, dude. I feel like that's when I really became myself. I feel like I wasn't really me until I stopped sitting on my hands. And I'll write a book about that one day. The aspect, the fears, the anxiety of what it's like to feel trapped on your own hands. I don't even know what I'm saying right now. We're totally not in the groove. But what did I want to say? Something else. I can't remember what it was. It was one of those sad, happy thoughts. One of the things that just floated by. (whistles) Forget about it. It's already in the bag. Check it out. Move on. I don't like to sit on my hands. This is the problem. And you can watch all hundred-something episodes of this podcast, and I'll go back and forth. I want to slow down. But I can't. And I go back and forth, and it's hard because I I like being up. But I also know the benefit that I could have if I can get kind of slow and into the zone comfortably. I haven't figured that out. And whenever i try to figure out I'm like oh my gosh this is not the part to be slow in move it along okay i want to have that good narrative tone but i can't do that i just want to run around like a turkey that got lit on fire you know he set that turkey up on thanksgiving like just go just run and he's he like oh. that's how i feel i know i that sound like i was speaking from experience as if i've done that or i've been a part of some sort of turkey lighting i haven't okay so i know it's a weird analogy to bring around <laughs> so i just want to say that real quick that i have not ever lit a turkey on fire or seen it happen unless this was already dead but now i know that i'm explaining it so it sounds like i'm covering for something i swear <laughs> the, the more i say it sounds like i'm lying i have never lit a turkey on fire and watched him blah, 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 okay and the more aggressive I get, this is such a catch-22, that the more passionate I get about the fact that I haven't done it, only makes me feel like I have it to the point where I'm thinking, have I? Have I seen that happen? I don't think so. Maybe it's one of those things that I'd blocked out, bloop, turkey on fire, put it in the back, forget about it. It's over. That's how I feel. But I know I haven't. And I want you to know I haven't either. So anyways... I don't know. I'm gonna keep the hands up. I don't want to. I don't want to do this. I don't want to be calm and relaxed because I get bored. I want ups, and we'll figure out when we get the downs. And so, you know, that's life. That's conversation for you. But I don't know. I don't know. Let's go right into Tristan's misses. Uh-oh, he doesn't have any. Don't have any sunglasses, but that's what it looked like. So all kinds of cool effects would be happening if we had it in the budget, but we don't. So use your imagination. Yeah, I don't have any misses. Tristons, misses. He's a Mr. Eddie, Misses. Swish. Oh, it went in. Zero misses, okay? I watched back the podcast and I thought, I'm proud of you, buddy. You look great, son. What you did was fantastic. You spoke from the heart. We talked about amazing things and everything was on the groove, okay? Especially like the AI thing. That was an interesting conversation that we just brought up. We just talked about that. And it was nice to hear people say stuff. Right. You get an opinion like, oh, wow, I didn't realize it is an issue for something like that. And it is it is it, it is interesting, man. Because what's going to happen? What's going to happen if we make robots that are the movie stars? OK, you have Will Smith and I am Legend, Two, but he's a robot or argue Will Smith and iRobot Two. too. A whole different thing to get into. But if you have Will Smith and he's doing it. Do we care if it's not Will Smith? you are like, hey, I'm Will Smith. I don't mean, I hope that's not racist to do. It's an impression. I'm not mocking him. Whole other debate whether or not impressions are racist. I don't think that's fair, okay? I should be able to say whatever I want. As long as you're going, hey, I'm Will Smith. I feel like that's, I guess that's not even still racist. That's just mocking. That's just mean. It's like if I did an impression of my brother. Hey, I'm Tristan's brother. Not racist. Just a jerky thing to do. But am I allowed to pretend to be Will Smith? But also, the, the, the impression I'm doing is Will Smith is a robot. So technically, there's no race involved. It's it's paint. It's dye. He's a robot pretending to be Will Smith. If anything, that robot is racist for pretending to be a black man. We can't be having racist robots already. Shut it down. Get rid of the AI. We're not ready. So anyways, if we saw a robot pretending to be Will hey, I'm Will Smith, and he's like the Fresh Prince of Belair and all the cool stuff he does, would we be like, ah, he sounds like him? He's got the charm, the charisma, he's funny, he's hilarious, just like Will Smith is. But we know it's not Will Smith. Do we feel the same? I don't think so, man. I don't think so. But these racist robots have got to go. Okay. Oh, I don't know. It's kind of cool to see a robot do that, though. If you could make, <laughs> I know conflicting interests, but if I saw a robot go, hoo-ha, I'm like, dang. I, and that's all I want it to do. I don't want it to be Al Pacino all the way, but I just want it to be like, hoo! That'd be a good doorbell, dude. Could you imagine? hoo-ha! <laughs> oh, so Al Pacino's here. Yeah. I just like the sound. But, you know, that's not right. The robot should not be doing the hoo-ha, only Al Pacino should be pulling it off. So anyways, scent of a robot. Yeah, that was a good conversation we had. We talked about the train cars, acid rain. Again, I mean, if there was if there was a mist to talk about in that podcast, it would have been that. And that you bring up something that's being covered by national news. And I'm like, hey, there was a train that wrecked. And that was it. And we didn't even say anything else. So it is what it is, man. I won't ever learn my lesson because I'm doing it right now. I'm still talking about the train car that I was too stubborn to move from beyond. And now when I, on the next episode, when I talk about Tristan's missus, this will be part of it. I'll say, why did he bring it up and he gets stuck in the same freaking groove and he wants it on his hands. So he keeps talking about the same thing that people don't even want to hear about because it's not even covered. So anyways, yes, the train did fall and man, it's a problem. So what is happening in life What's really been going on? I have some interesting stuff, but what I really want to talk about is that I have an issue, okay? I don't know why. Well, I know why, but I don't know why there's so many crumbs in my bed. And again, I know why they're there, but I don't know why I keep doing it, why I keep eating in bed. I'm just sitting, I'm sitting there with the fan blowing, and it sucks when you eat some hot Cheetos or something, and that spicy shrapnel just blows in your eyes. Terrible idea, because he's like, just turn the fan off. But for whatever reason, I like to pretend I'm skydiving, and I'm just, oh, hot Chester Cheeto, take me away. Takis, let's go. So it was a bad idea, and my eyes were lit up. Serious. But yeah, I keep having crumbs in my bed, and I'm like, just stop eating the Pop-Tarts. You sit there. It's two a.m. and I'm just—I got a pop tart, and I just get, just, just chocolate s'more debris everywhere, all over. And you do one of those things, like, oh, shouldn't have done this," but don't worry, I have a, I have a maneuver to fix this. You just slapping crumbs, and you think it's getting somewhere, but it's not. So I have this. Feel I lay down, and a lot of times I lay on my stomach, face first. It'll be in the middle of the night. I'm like, "Oh, oh, what the frick?" And I start, I feel like I'm like licking the bedsheets. I'm like, oh yeah, there's chocolate? You know, it's a good and bad thing because you feel, I feel like a slob, but also, is sleep enhanced or worsened by me waking up and I'm just having accidental midnight snacks? Like, mm, dang, (laughs) chocolate flavored sheets. No wonder there's drool everywhere. I'm sleeping on a pile of food. (laughs) So I don't know how to stop doing that. If anybody has some good recommendations, It's hard. It's hard because what what better way to eat food than when you're supremely comfortable? I would. It's like eating with slippers, right? You're just so comfortable and you just everything's good. You're in the groove foods in the groove. You're happy and I just want to eat food when I'm supremely comfortable. It's hard to be comfortable. You sit at the table straight. No elbows on the table. You sit, you know, you're doing this and this and that food tastes good. But have you ever had a nice feast, a spaghetti dinner like this? You're just twirling it, you know, <laughs> you know, in your bed. If you start taking down some garlic bread, and you're getting the crumbs, that are just falling across your pillowcase and everything. Again, very sloppy thing to do, but you can't, you can't negate the convenience and the fun that you have. I would say that we should start implementing guest bedrooms, or at least guest beds in that they're only done for eating or just remove the kitchen table altogether it's just a giant mattress and the whole family just lays down like a can of sardines straight out like oh so how is everyone's day oh, just filled with crumbs and at the end of the day you just pick up the blanket it's covered in sand and crumbs it's nice it feels so good to eat man but yeah that's why you can't have like handy down sheets like why is the freaking what is this It's the brown, I see the brown stains, but it doesn't, why does it smell so good? You know, years from now, (laughs) when people find my remains, my legacy, there's just going to be a trail of crumbs everywhere I go. He couldn't stop eating. He was having so much fun. He just kept eating Pop-Tarts, snacks, hot Cheetos. So delicious. That's how I want to be buried too. If it's in my funeral, in my coffin, I want people to just like grab some chips and go. <laughs> just lay down people take me up they find remains it's way long in the future like what the frick is this and they'll trace it back like that's the guy he sleeps we heard about this guy he only eats in bed um oh come on yeah whoa hands in the back it's got dial it back so what's actually been going on what have i been up to I was watching a dog this weekend, and I don't know these people, okay? This was an interesting situation. Normally, when someone asks you to house sit, because I was staying overnight for the weekend, watching someone's dog, you have some rapport. You know them. You know how their house is, what they are, what they like, what the rules are, boundaries and stuff. So, it's an interesting situation to be just put into the world, because like, I don't know what the cups are, the bowl, silverware, I'm opening and everything, and you don't... Know how comfortable you can be sleeping on someone else's couch. You're like, I don't know what you smell like. I don't know if you eat food in bed. Okay. I don't know. I don't feel comfortable using the blankets or the pillows or watching the TV. Like you just, you feel completely out of your element. It's like wearing the new shirt, except I've never tried it on before. And I have to commit to it for a weekend. So you're very uncomfortable. And then add on to the fact that I'm watching a dog. Okay. Now, the way this was proposed to me was that this was just one of the most friendly dogs of all time he's so happy loves to be pet and excited and just spend time with all right well that was not the case i walk in there and i find a dog in his little area behind a gate fear in his eyes i walk in there who are you man who are you and I was told this dog was very tiny. He was like a you know, a low, low medium. Still enough to where the thought of him biting me scared me. So I'm looking at him and I'm like, I'm not just gonna rush into this and risk my hands. So I'm sitting there and I'm talking to him. Now obviously this dog does not speak English. So while I'm talking to him, he's only getting more frightened. I'm like, hey buddy, it's okay. He's like, who's this guy mocking me from beyond the gate? Who are you? And the fear, <laughs> turns into anger and he's sitting in his corner shakes begin to slow down and he gets closer and he starts barking at me i'm like what the wait wait wait, wait! i said this is i said everything's okay brother man so we're trying to chill i'm like you know what my aunt gave me some snacks because it's my aunt's neighbor so i start throwing treats they're bouncing off of his face doesn't care tunnel vision i want you i'm like okay Let's just cool a little bit. So <laughs> I I just kind of sit there and I'm like kind of trying to pet him, but it's like I'm, I'm not committing all the way. It's like, hey, <laughs> no, we'll give this a minute. So I, I set up and get acclimated to the situation. Haven't even let the dog out of the gate yet because I'm afraid. So I'm dealing with this. And eventually I get all set up and I come back to him. The growls have lowered a little bit. And he won't let me get all the way close, though. He's still backed up, but he's mad. I'm just like, okay, let me pet you. And I boop on the nose. And I'm like, that's, we made contact. He didn't bite me. We're close enough. And I reach, and I touch his ear. I'm like, yes, contact. So now he's kind of slowing down. And I give him a treat. This time he eats it. I'm like, finally, because this is, it's a weird situation. This was not the dog that was on paper that was sold to me. I'm going to be watching this dog, nice, convenient little trip. So I think we've made enough progress now that I open the gate. Dog bolts out like lightning. And now he, this dog is barking, screaming at the top of his lungs now. I'm like, holy crap. Whoa, 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 what's going on? He's 30 feet away from me at all times. I take a step forward, he takes a step back. I take a step back, he takes a step forward. He wants eyes on me, but he doesn't want to be close. So he's constantly barking for me. And he just he doesn't want me there. He doesn't like me. Now, this continues for three days. Now that's the whole freaking weekend. This dog, I never pet, okay? I was never able to establish some sort of contact and he would not trust me, I was feeding him. I had to go and catch his leash and I would take him for walks, he would go to the bathroom. The dog was comfortable enough to poop in front of me, but he still didn't trust me. He'd be like, yeah, like this is for me though, you know? And the only time I ever saw this dog calm down for even a second, was when we are on the walks, and he'd be like, Yeah, this is nice. Things are okay. And he would forget that I'm holding the leash behind him. He would go, H-h-h-h-h! And he would run, and he would start screaming, Like, no, no. So I look like I've just abused this dog or something. People walking by, like, Nah, it's just, he's just crazy. Okay. See this? I'm, I'm giving him treats. And it's a hard weekend, man. It's a hard weekend. But three days? three days i'm sleeping over i'm feeding i'm taking care of you and i'm i'm not whipping him or doing it like i'm just reaching i'm laying down close eye to eye let's be friends doesn't care i can't imagine three days and still being upset at someone like it's like he was guarding the house or something it's like dude if i wanted to rob you it's too late it's over or if you're protecting the house i'm already inside you lose who are you alerting it's been three days buster Call somebody. Do something. This isn't working. So he's still upset, still won't trust me. And I tell you what, dude. After three days, I don't care if I was kidnapped by ISIS. And three days later, I'm like, you know what? We're chill. Okay, you haven't hurt me. You haven't done anything. You guys are cool. Three days. What the fr- who Who holds a garage for three days? It's like I had just kidnapped him. I held him for ransom. I don't know how people do that. Because the... The thought of somebody not cooperating with you is so unbearable. So like, oh, I'm kidding. I'm holding your kid for ransom, but he's just, eat the carrots. Lay down. Shut up. The kid doesn't shut up. i am like, you know what? Go go home. Go home. We can't be dealing with you. I, I, I can't work like this. If you're not going to be a good captive hostage, there's no point. So this dog just would not trust me at all. And I don't know how people do it. I don't know how people kidnap people or watch dogs. It's hard. When people don't cooperate, well, there's just no cooperation. Things just don't work out the same. So I'm sitting there, I'm watching TV, doing my thing, and I just, I look over. He's still 30 feet away. I'm like, hey, Moss. He's like, what? And so he's, like, still unsure of who he wants to be in this world, man. And I can't blame him, you know. It's a unique circumstance. My aunt had been over there, took care of him just fine. Dog loves him. So I don't know if it's just dudes or guys like, hey, I'm 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 and here, okay? If I was gonna do something, it would be done. So it was inconvenient because he just he wanted to poop and pee everywhere, and I'm I'm texting the lady like sorry, he's peeing on your blanket. He's like, I yeah, just marking his territory, he's what it is. Like, okay, but I got it. I would I need something. Somebody's gotta help me out here. Does he have a code word? Are there certain commands? How do you train the untrainable? Or just a just he's he's not a good hostage, okay? But again, man, there's there is no situation in which I'm in completely foreign territory and after three days I'm like, yeah, still don't trust you. It's rough. But the house was nice. It was comfortable. I turned on all the lights so it's just a huge house just lit up and some people like dim lights. We do that all the time here at our own house but I'm not like that. I don't like pretending that we don't have all electricity, okay? That's not fair. That doesn't make any sense to me. Thomas Edison's like, "What? Well, I got the freaking thing. Use it. I'm like, no, I only want a little bit. Just just most of it. Like a nice lamp. No, I like to have the lights on. I like to really embrace the powers that we have. But, yeah, what was I going to say about that dog? Yeah, no, it's not his fault, okay? It's not his fault. And I actually, I believe, I could be wrong, but that his previous owner moved across the street. So he was actually, he was taken care of by another person, and that person left and moved across the street. So, you know, you could imagine as a dog, if someone leaves you, that someone that you trust leaves you and then you see them, you're out on walks and you see him walking on another dog. And all of a sudden you're wondering who really cares about you in the world. So he's like, I'm never letting any other man get close to me. So imagine how that dog feels. So I can understand where he's coming from. But yeah, it's, uh, oh, come on. <laughs> so much. <laughs> oh, man. What was I saying? I don't know. Yeah, it's not his fault. But that was my weekend, dude. I spent the entire time just dealing with someone who didn't want me there. I'm like, I'm sorry. This week could make this so much easier for the both of us. I'll play with you. We can play with toys. I caught him playing with his toys a couple times. And then I would say, hey, you having fun? He's like, what? Don't talk to me. Don't talk to me. This is between me and the freaking ball. Yeah, but it was cool, man. It was cool. What else is going on, man? Not much. Not much, but I I will tell you what I've been thinking about lately. Social media. Okay. Now, this is an interesting thing I'm going to bring up, at least to me. I don't like the idea that we just follow everybody we know, whether Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, whatever it is. It's like, oh, if we're friends in real life, we follow each other. But your online persona is different than who you are. So I don't like that you have to follow all these people and I have to see the content that I'm just not interested in, you know? It's like if you follow a woman and she posts a lot of photos or in the bikini or doing whatever, and it's like, I just don't wanna see that. You know, it's fine, do your thing. I'm not shaming nobody, but I don't don't wanna see that. I wanna see sports videos and dogs doing things like cooperating with their owners. So I don't like the weird stigma that's like, oh, if you don't like the thing that I'm posting, we're not friends. It's like, no, I support what you're doing And I get it. If someone's like, hey, Tristan Sartorius, I love you as a person, but I don't care to see all your podcast clips. I get it. It's fine. I don't like the whole thing. It's like, oh, we're friends. We're family. You have to be following me on Facebook. You have to see all these posts about me camping. And I hate camping to begin with. So I don't care. If I don't want to go camping, I certainly don't want to see someone else go do it. And also, why is there so much camping? That's the thing I see with a lot of people I follow. Why? It's the same thing. If, if we have electricity, why are we using it? Edison would be pissed. So, yeah, I don't get it. But I don't like it. I don't like camping. I don't like having to follow people. Some sort of, hey, you gotta we like each other. Support me. Support what I'm doing. So they're like, no, no, you're different. I'm just not interested. I just want to craft my own thing where I can enjoy it. So I know that that's a weird thing where if you unfollow somebody and they go, why did you unfollow me? Are we not friends? Are you mad at me? Did I do something wrong? It's like, no, I just, I don't... I don't care to see your little water balloon fights i mean that would be pretty cool i don't have i'm not following anybody with water balloon fights so listen if you want to be friends or we don't have to be friends i just follow (laughs) but yeah i've been thinking about that lately because you see a lot of people that I, i love them i love you people friends family whatever it is and i enjoy you i support you in your adventures but it's just one of those things where it's like, why do I have to see this? Why does this have to be coming my feed? I don't care that they went to the beach. I don't care that you went camping. Why are you posting so many videos of camping, dude? I've got B with camping, if you can't tell, and and people following me. But here's the thing about camping, though. It's like, if you're out there, oh, I'm camping. I lost the keys to my house. Like, what is camping even supposed to be? You act like you're down on your luck for a night. You're like, oh, things aren't working out. Well i off my drums. So we're going to stay in this little tent in the middle of the woods. It's not fun. It's not convenient. You don't. No one sits in the camping and they nuzzle up and they go, this is the life. I'm having so much fun. I'm, I'm, I'm sitting on the cold, hard ground in the night. Things are chirping. It's loud. It's not comfortable. It's not efficient. So what is it? What are you doing? Why is it some sort of, like, we got to remind ourselves where we came from. There's homeless people. What a slap in the face to them. They're like, hey, I know you're really struggling, but I'm just going to pretend to be you for fun. Oh, camping. That's stupid. I don't like it. If you like the outside, go outside. You don't have to live out there for a weekend. I don't enjoy it, man. And then also to post photos. I love nature. I just want to be out here, away from all technology and society. Then why do you have your phone with you and you're posting all the time of it? No, we don't need the camping camping there's no point in camping I don't like it man I don't like it and then you have people that go in there with an RV it's like what do you You just you brought a bed to the forest why that's not camping you, you, you cook something over a fire anyways I don't like it I don't get it it's like they treat it like it's the Hunger Games gotta remind ourselves where we came from well the Hunger Games remind ourselves of the wars we're gonna kill each other well we gotta remind ourselves that things weren't always so good so let's have it suck Isn't the point of things being good that they're just good and you don't have to live in the suck? You know, it's like, why don't you just be grateful for the things you have? You know, I can do that. I can sit right here and go, I'm grateful for the warmth. I'm grateful for the shelter. Things are great. I don't have to go get chased down by a cheetah to be like, oh, things were harder before. I know that. And I'm grateful for my situation. So. Maybe camping is great for you ungrateful snobs that you go, well, I got to lose. I got to go out there and pretend things aren't well. No. How about you just go, things are nice. I understand it. And I'm going to let them continue (laughs) to be nice. That's my beef with camping. But I really, I don't like it. And again, I certainly don't want to see somebody else go do it. I don't care. I don't care. I want to see sports and dogs, man. What else is going on? Not much. We're already about 40 minutes into the show. There's not much more I want to talk about. I have stuff I do, but we're so late already. And anyways, I think that's where I'm going to end the show. I'm just trying to find a more chill pace, right, overall. I don't know how well this episode has been in my track and my groove or how fast I've been an explosive. I feel like my hands were relatively to myself, but... I worry, dude. I worry because the people who keep their hands to yourself are boring to me. I look at you and I'm like, why aren't you doing this? Isn't this way more fun than this? So it's hard, man. You got to learn how to tell a story without your hands. But it's fun. I, I like it. I like doing that. But look at that. We can whisper sometimes. <laughs> I don't know. Isn't it fun to go fast, though? It's like driving a car and no one goes, yes! Yes, I'm in the right lane. Yes, school zone. Who does that? I don't like it. I go, yes, highway 75. This is great. Don't people get thrilled when you're going fast? Who's like, finally, I need a break. School zone. No, I want to go fast. I want to go fast, but I don't know it's like a road and you gotta slow down on the curves so I gotta figure out where the curves are cause I feel like right now when the curves I'm like I'm still going 75 probably 85 cause I'm going over so I'm going whoa, and it gets a little uncomfortable so I don't know I don't know I'll think about it and I don't know if I'll keep wearing the shirt cause I just like we're trying to get close together we're trying to get to know each other better but you know you just you just don't know me like you used to man you just don't get me you don't get me Anyways, I'm probably going to go watch that dog again soon and wish me luck because he doesn't trust me. Okay. And a little note for all the people that are kidnapping one, don't do that. <laughs> but if you are, I don't know. Um, hmm. A little note for the people kidnapping children and holding them for ransom make sure you pick a good cooperative kid. That he's like, yeah, okay, well I'll do whatever you saying. I understand this is just temporary and we gotta be convenient to you. So again, don't do it. I'm just saying if you are, don't make more trouble for yourself and picking the stingy kids. Like, no, 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 I don't want it. That's what this dog was like every single day. So yeah, I don't know how they do it. I would I mean I would I would be cooperative, I guess. That's what I'm saying. You could kid I no matter if I got kidnapped by anybody. And they weren't hurting me or like they were helping me out. It's like, hey, you want a Pop-Tart in bed? Of course. Okay. I will have what you want. You want to chill in the home? Do it. We're, we're bros now. We're chill. But this dog, some not every dog has common sense. Anyways, guys, I think that is it for the podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. And I will see you in the next episode. Again, this is Full Circus. I'm not that comfortable, but I'm working on it. But again, my slippers are on, so I got to be comfortable and there's not always seats available because it's full, but don't worry, there's just a couple spots on the floor that are arguably even more comfortable. I will see you guys. <laughs>